Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. The President of the United States of America makes the case to vote against him. Minnesota Governor... Tim Waltz decides not to show up for a scheduled televised debate. The CDC director got her updated booster, and we have an update on that. And, uh, Pat, is it bad when a uh, a trans individual or any individual, I don't know, strips bare naked on live um, primetime television? Just asking that question. We have a lot to critically think through, but before we get into that, uh, what the hell kind of a weekend did we stumble upon, Pat? Uh, Now, I will say this. My Packers suck. They're terrible, horrible, no good, very bad right now. They're not as bad as the Chicago Bears yet. They're not as bad as the Detroit Lions, the Cleveland Browns, the um, Carolina Panthers. However, are are we are are we in territory where we where the Packers need to discuss a, a top five draft pick this year? Probably, but in fairness to the Carolina Panthers, they did just beat Tampa Bay yesterday. Yeah, with a forty eight nine year old geriatric quarterback who is looking every bit of his age now. Speaking of which, uh, Pat, I I don't know if you've seen enough of Aaron Rodgers over the last three four weeks here. I haven't really, I haven't watched any Aaron Rodgers, so okay. I couldn't. Because I was going to ask you, because I, I have seen him obviously his entire career. One of the things that I keep harping on is, folks, he is done. And why do I say that? What is one of the greatest hallmarks of Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback, Pat? If you had three things uh, that you would say, this is this defines Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. His ability to pass the ball and to be accurate. Okay. Yep. So his accuracy, his mm, yeah. thinking ability, right? His ability yep. to to think quickly. Yep. And thirdly, his cannon of an arm. Um, you know, he can he can throw it across the field fifty yards while running, you know, that type of stuff, right? 
Um, I have never seen him be as inaccurate as he has been over the last three weeks, if not the la- the entirety of the season. Does he just have the yips? No, I don't think so. And that's the that's the issue that's at foot. Because it, it doesn't matter if it's going to Alan Lazard or Robert Tunyon or some of the veteran guys that are there with him. That, you know, Randall Cobb, he got Randall Cobb injured a couple of weeks ago with his inaccuracy. Alan Lazard out with a shoulder issue this week or after a few uh, receptions this week. We saw him on a fourth down play where Sammy Watkins was told basically to run that fake. He was going to fake that he was blocking and go up. And then he decided to throw the underneath ball to the wide receiver who was about to get absolutely killed, right? And instead of throwing it in a protective way, he throws the, I'm going to throw it as far outside, you know, to the outside arm. Instead of throwing it here, he throws it here. Gets him absolutely killed. Um, He threw at least seven or eight balls that were either inside or down below the ankles or at the ankles when people are wide open. I am telling you right now, between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, we are watching the ends of their careers. Uh, it's not fun. So if I'm Green Bay, I I need a quarterback because we have no idea if Jordan Love can be that answer. None. We still. I don't. I'm not is. convinced that he is the answer. Okay, I'm not convinced of that. But we honestly have no idea why. Because every time we've put him in a game, other than that start against Kansas City two years ago, right? And what? how can you possibly, in the throes of their Super Bowldom, tell whether or not he had it, right? You didn't give him a game plan to let him just go at it, if you will. I have no idea. But every time he's ever played outside of that one game, it's always been with second string players in mop-up duty. You've got no clue whether or not he can actually play but you need competition period amen regardless of whether or not he's the answer or not so if i'm green bay at this point pat i while i'm still trying you're you're four games basically out of first place in your division already minnesota has one loss on the season yeah and they They already owned a victory over you yeah so it's three and a half uh, game. It's a three and a half game lead right now. Potentially a four game lead. Your Ravens, though, I, interesting team. I w- yeah. I, I think they can put it together, and uh, if they can put it together on defense in the second half, woo. That that that's been the struggle. Is I mean, it, all yeah. all three of their losses have been defensive screw ups and losing leads. Yeah, Green Bay has managed, by the way, to score in the course of. Four, eight, nine, ten, twelve. Over the course of, I believe it's the last twelve or fourteen quarters of football. How many offensive touchdowns, Pat? Would you guess? Three. You are correct. Three offensive touchdowns. So we are who we are, and uh, it'll be interesting to see where this season goes. Um, but the one good bright spot from this game is that it looks like the offensive line has a structure that can work to it. Uh, they put Jenkins back at left guard, where I believe is his best position. 
Bakhtiari not playing is a good thing as far as I'm concerned. I would, would be surprised if he comes back. I think he needs to retire for his own safety, health, longevity of life, if you will. Um, but yeah, they looked much better on the offensive line this week. Uh, it's just they couldn't execute the rest of the story. Speaking of that, though, Pat, over the weekend, uh, we like I said, we had one of the most insane weekends of all time. Um, in terms of news, um, I I don't know about you, Pat, but I'm pretty sure if I am the president or running for president or running for any office, whether that's dog catcher or whatever it is, I am pretty sure making the case for not voting for me is a recipe for losing an election. I don't know about you. You think that? Yeah, yeah, it's usually is, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, here's how Joe Biden answered the question about fitness for duty, if you will. So let's say Trump doesn't run again. Convince Aunt Gloria that she should stick with you. Well, I think Aunt Gloria should take a look. I, I think it's a legitimate thing to be concerned about anyone's age, including mine. I think that's totally legitimate. But I think the best way to make the judgment is to, uh, to you know, watch me. You know, am I slowing up? Am I don't have the same pace as her? You know, uh, and that old joke, you know, uh, um, everybody talks about the, you know, the new 70s, 50s, all that stuff. You know, I, you know, it could be, I, I'm a great respecter of fate. I could get a disease tomorrow. I could, you know, drop dead tomorrow. But I, you know, in terms of my energy level, in terms of how, much I'm able to do, I think people should look and say, is he, does he still have the same passion for what he's doing? And if they think I do and I can do it, then that's fine. If they don't, then they should vote against me. Not against me, should encourage me not to go. But that's not how I feel. I can't even say the age I'm going to be. I can't even <laughs> get it out of my mouth. You creep. What the hell was that? Who's that? That's a move that every guy uses to lean in for that first kiss or, or, you know, is he on a first date with this guy? Like, like what? Jonathan Capert? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, uh, about you, but they, I just, that. Uh, I wish they would. I wish this clip would have gone a couple of seconds further because I have to wonder how creeped out Jonathan Capert was. Because at first he's smiling, and then you can start to see that smile dissipate into what the hell is going on. Did I, did you by chance see when he he said that you you know they should vote against me? Jonathan Capehart's eye went like, like <laughs> right, this. exactly. Like, like, did you just make like, the are case? You sure, you want to be saying that right now? Your opposition, but more importantly than that, he's right. If we look at him and we decide that he has slowed down, that he is incapable of doing his job, we should be making sure he doesn't run. We should be making the case that, no, dude, no, 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 you are not going to become president again. And I don't think we can harp on this enough. This man is absolutely, there's another part of this, Pat. I don't know if you caught it. Did you catch this? He's holding that pen in his hand. Uh Uh-huh. Do you know why? 
You know why that happened? It, it is, is it giving him something to, to grasp onto? It is, it is the, uh, that is a mechanism that is a, def- not even a defense mechanism. It is a mechanism that allows the shakes, the, um, the unsteadiness of his hand uh-huh. because he's gripping something. Right, right, right. It, it, it allows for people to not see it. Otherwise, how many people walk with a pen in their hand? I'm going to do a walk and talk and make sure that I've got a pen in my hand. Like, what is he doing? Writing down notes on the other hand? No, that's clearly not the case because we saw it when he opened up his hand to, uh, I don't know, lean in for the kiss with MSNBC, which is apropos for the the uh, Democratic Party. What the? I mean, you imagine the outcry. By the way, this week, that that, that was obviously pre-recorded, right? That was not live, yeah. per se. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the third or fourth time this week that he put his hands on a reporter. <laughs> now, this not aggressively, right? This was creepy, but not aggressive. But this is the fourth, third, at least the third documented time in a week that he has put his hands on a reporter. You would think at some point in time, if you have some leftover cognitive short-term ability, you would have gotten the message from your handlers to stop touching reporters. It's really that simple. It's always creepy. It's 2022, Joe. You got to keep your hands to yourself, okay? He hasn't been able to. But remember... His case to the American people, Pat, is that um, this ain't your father's Republican Party. Oh, it's- this ain't your father's Republican Party. Not, not a joke. This is not your father's Republican Party. This is not your father's Republican Party. This is a different deal. They are not. They are not who we are. They're not who America is. Because this is not your father's Republican Party. This, I call them the new Republican Party. This is not your father's Republican Party. I remember working with Republicans. Republicans. And by the way, this ain't your father's Republican Party. This is not your father's Republican Party. This is a different group of folks, ladies and gentlemen. Not every Republican is a MAGA Republican. Not every Republican embraces that extreme ideology. And not all Republicans, but the radical right in the Republican Party. Um, so 2005 to 2022, that's almost 20 years of Joe Biden telling us that this ain't your father's Republican Party. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Over the course of that time, um, I went from technically having the ability to have children to being in the prime years of having children, although I don't. So my question to you, Pat, is this. If in 2005, this wasn't your father's Republican Party in 2022, shouldn't it be? This isn't your grandfather's Republican Party. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. One, uh-huh, the yeah. Two, Tilda ampersand signed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, those kids are going to be, what, 17 years old at this point going on 18 yeah they're going on 18 yep yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. also did you see the fact that they they show that clip of the audience in the 2005 clip and it's like a young kid like a kid that's probably like eight or nine years old somewhere around there 
sitting at that, yeah. uh, I believe it's uh, South Carolina's Repo- or Democratic Convention or whatever the hell it was back then. Holy crap. The, this is a man who is in absolute 100% broken record. Like, what? This ain't your father's Republican. So, so wait a minute. Mitt Romney wasn't the, your father's Republican Party? John McCain wasn't your father's Republican Party? Who the hell was your father's Republican Party? Ronald Reagan? Because if so, Mitt Romney, George W. Bush, Donald Trump sure as hell are not Ronald Reagan. You are correct in that. But guess what? Nobody's Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan is an... No, there's just nothing like Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was his own breed. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, You know, he spoke about, you know, not having, you know, he could drop dead tomorrow. And if we think he doesn't have the fitness to run to not vote for him. Have we not been saying that for years? Like at least the better part of his entire presidency. All you have to do is look at that clip, right? Go back to right. 2018 versus today, and you can see the 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 anger that he has, right? In 2018, the screaming into the microphone, but it's at least you can tell the light bulb is still on. Today, when he screams into a microphone, 90% of the time, the light bulb is off. Well, it, did you notice when he's in this interview, too, he's not really following a coherent thought it's shifting constantly 100 percent. it's a stream of consciousness he he can't even give you the 70 is the new 50 (laughs) 60 is the new 40 50 is the new 30 right (laughs) right except for it's not because uh you ain't having kids like you could at 30 at 50 so sure Sure. Now, uh, I I don't know about you, Pat, but I have never seen a sitting president of the United States of America make the case that if you think I am not up to the task, don't vote for me. By the way, if you if you have questions about my cognitive ability and whether I've got the energy or uh, whatever, don't vote for me. Hell, I've never seen somebody running for school board or dog catcher or county treasurer or town, you know, recorder. <laughs> Make that case. If you if you think that I my cognitive ability isn't there, please don't vote for me. Because what are you doing? You are making people pay attention to your weakness. Why do we always go through a SWOT analysis in politics, right? You go through that so that you understand what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, what opportunities and what threats exist, right? And you highlight your strengths, you downplay your weaknesses, you take advantage of your opportunities, and you attempt to do what? Buttress against the threats that exist. (laughs) He literally is reversing the SWAT. Hi, here are all my weaknesses and my threats to being president of the United States. Uh, have at it, Hoss. I, I, like you said, that the the look on the face of of, uh, of the interviewer is just like, what the hell's going on? 
<laughs> I'm what, literally Jonathan throwing Stevens? you a softball to to make the case to the American people that you are with it and you show them around around every corner that you are not with it. <laughs> what the hell is going on? How the hell did we get here, Pat? Uh, you ever wonder that? Like, uh, how? How? How are I, we I this dumb? Go, Honest well, to God, is, uh, how are we this? this is, I refuse to believe that America is this stupid. Anger, anger. Well, no, no, no. I don't think, I don't think America is necessarily this stupid. I think America is this emotional. Because this is, this is a result of hate voting. I mean, people, people blindly voted with their hate against Donald Trump, which is the first time I think in election history I've ever seen something like that happen where hate voting is won. Normally you vote for something, not against something. Yeah, that's um, true. And so so they were so blinded by their own hate and everything that was going on under Donald Trump, especially in that last year with all the race riots, yeah. COVID, you had all this emotional stuff going on that people voted on their emotions. They voted with the anger that everyone had built up over the course of that last year of Donald Trump's presidency. If you take away COVID, you probably don't have the race riots. Um, Or at least if you do, they're on a much lesser scale. And you probably don't have people being pissed off that they're having to be quarantined and all this sort of crap the entire time either. Mm -hmm. Or And people not losing their jobs. So you take away those things that in that the hate voting is no longer there and you have a second term of Donald Trump. You don't even have Joe Biden right now. That's what happened. That, that is, that is why we have Joe Biden in office. Yeah. I, I, I not to mention the election was also stolen. So. Right. And we're not saying it was stolen in the, uh, the sense of Rudy Giuliani and what's our nuts. Right. Right. We have always claimed that this election was stolen by people like Zuckerberg, who fudged around the edges of legality. In fact, in the state of Wisconsin, he didn't he did it illegally. He used the uh, various election commissions throughout the heavily Democratic areas to attempt to influence the election. Um, in which Isn't case, there like a warrant huh? for his arrest in Wisconsin? No, there's not a warrant for his arrest. Okay. He was found civilly liable. Ah, uh, okay, that's what. Okay. Yeah, I could, could remember what it was. Yeah, so so he's paying uh, a very hefty fine, and uh, those people who did this inside the election commissions have all been put in jail. By the way, I believe. Um, right. I'll, I'll have to double check on that, but I believe some of them have been put in jail, and they've at least been fined. And I believe removed from office. Um, you know, we have that. We have the issues with the Arizona election, and we have issues in in Atlanta and Philly that will never ever be adjudicated in. And that was by design, though, Pat. That's what I want people to understand: is that the Democratic Party understood the rules of the game in terms of what what could happen at the back end of an election, right? Right. They understood that there's a limited time frame for people to dig up and find the evidence. Now, two years on, we still don't have all of the evidence in Arizona. What we do have in Arizona is 
a large pile of circumstantial evidence that suggests there was some hanky-panky going on there. <clears throat> what we do have is circumstantial evidence in <clears throat> Texas, of all places. We have it in Atlanta, for sure. Be and it was designed that way. It was designed for chaos. It was designed to, to make it hard to prove, but easily understood to have been hanky-panky, right? Hey, right, we're going right. to put those uh those uh drop boxes and and who the hell knows how many you know, all oh, the voting in in this district in Atlanta went up 400% for Joe Biden. Yeah, okay. Sure. I'm going to believe that. Having said all of that, our it was how that election was set up. It was the um vote voting by mail, right? Not a vote. I shouldn't say vote by mail. It was a, it was a offer of your vote, right? Not right. you requesting it. It was a vote out, not in. It was, you know, the drop boxes. It was opening all of the mechanisms that shouldn't be open. Why? Because you open yourself up to where? Where's the chain of custody? Where are the? Where's the proof that this is a legitimate vote? And that's always been the problem. And more importantly, even here in Chicago, there were there is evidence that people who voted for Donald Trump, people who voted for other candidates for even aldermanic districts, were having their votes suppressed. Suddenly, those votes are the only ones that magically didn't get counted in, in the machines. I have no way of knowing whether my vote actually counted or not. None. I have no way. Because they didn't record them that way. I have no way to prove that my vote actually counted. Sure, the machine spit something out at me, but it but that machine only records whether or not they actually took the ballot. It doesn't record what you voted for. That happens separately. So there's a lot of a lot of stuff that needs to be cleaned up heading into the 2022 elections. We'll see about that. Um but Pat, before we go any further into some of the insanity from this weekend, why don't we, uh, speaking of insane, play a little bit of the B or not the B. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hit me with that headline. All righty then. Stacey Abrams reveals eight more problems besides inflation that can fix that you can fix by killing your kids. Stacey Abrams reveals eight more problems besides inflation you can fix by killing your kids. Is this the B or not the B that is the question? Why are you thinking about that, Andrew Coppins? Uh, folks, if you haven't gone to coffeebrandcoffee.com yet, you really, really should. Um, because here's the thing. <clears throat> yes, you, you, you have something there. It's the easiest n business name of all time, and you gotta <laughs> and I gotta get it right. take it. Right, <laughs> coffee brand, coffee. And, and here's here's the sad part. I I ordered that hot chocolate last week, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And I, I got it on Friday. Mm -hmm. And since it snowed here in Utah yesterday, mm -hmm. um, and it got cold, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, someone's gonna get uh, some hot chocolate. 
Mm-hmm. So I uh, opened up the. I guess I got two. I got two bags. I got one of the velvet chocolate, and I got one of the the uh, marshmallow. Right. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, so I opened up. I tried the uh, velvet chocolate first. I'm probably going to try the uh, other one here later on today. And I gotta say, it was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. So yeah. if you're into that kind of thing, you know, and you're not a coffee drinker like me, you could still go there and support them and get some hot chocolate. Or if you're into tea, you can get tea. Um, but if you also, if you're a coffee drinker like Andrew, um, go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Now, use now, the Pat, promo are code. You, are you um, are you the Ted Lasso on tea? Are you in the Ted Lasso category on tea? Uh, tea is also a religious thing. So no, I don't. I don't think so. I, I, but I've not seen Ted Lasso to, to be able to say one way or the other. You haven't seen Ted Lasso? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, Patrick Oni. You and Mrs. Pat need to watch that. Mrs. Pat and you. Uh, uh, I, if it's TVMA, I guarantee you she will not. I don't believe it's TVMA. There's, I mean, there's swearing, but that's mm-hmm. about it. There's really nothing too graphic about the show. It is absolutely freaking hilarious. It's also really uh, yeah. heartwarming. It's got a really great message to it. it also, isn't it on Apple TV Plus or something like yes. that? Yeah, we don't have that. Why not? Um, I Are don't you not an Apple, Apple family? Uh, well, she is. Right, because she's the smart one in the, in the family. And no, no, no. But please, folks, on that tangent, if you are a coffee person instead of a tea person, if you are a hot chocolate instead of tea, or you're a tea instead of coffee person, they got you covered. Coffeebrandcoffee.com. Enter the promo code Critical Thinking at checkout. 5% off. Again, coffeebrandcoffee.com. Critical Thinking is the promo code. 5% off. All right. So, lay that headline on me one last time. Stacey Abrams reveals eight more problems besides inflation you can fix by killing your kids. Whoa. Well, there's a lot of problems. I could, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> totally kidding. I can't believe you went there. Totally kidding. Um, no, kids are, regardless of whatever is happening in their lives, whatever they do or don't do, even if your kid is Jeffrey Dahmer or Adolf Hitler, killing, like, you ever see that? What if Adolf, what if their parents never had Adolf Hitler of what if they killed Adolf Hitler? Yeah. What if we went back and killed baby Adolf? Yeah. Still would have happened. It would have been, we would have been on a different name. Yeah. Uh, Cause did you see all the scientists? Did you see Adolf Eichmann? Did you see <laughs> these people were bad people? Yeah. There, yep. He was not alone. This wasn't an original idea. He just happened to be the, ignition if you will of that he was the spark the igniter if you will right that that electric start on the gas grill that's who he was now that notwithstanding i'm gonna go with this being um the babylon b are you sure no i'm not sure because i'm pretty sure i could come up with uh eight reasons that stacy abrams might tell us but um i'm gonna go with this being the babylon b well, you would be correct. This is the Babylon B. $100 of Dominic Izzo's money that we can then turn around and spend on coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code critical thinking. See what I did there? 
Yep, yep, I do. Uh, so you learned from Stacey Abrams that you can deal with high food and gas prices by murdering your children. But what other problems in your life could be solved by simply offing your kids? Miss Abrams has graciously compiled a list of eight other s- stressors you could have off your back with a little help from a hitman. One, climate change. Once you stop those suckers from producing carbon dioxide, you'll never worry if you're done your part to battle global warming. Two, you have a pack, you have a pack so much extra crap for vacation. Uh, besides, everyone says Disney is more fun without kids. Why shouldn't it be a magical for one person footing the bill? Huh? Three, parent-teacher conferences. No more having to hear about little Johnny talking too much because, you know, he's dead. But, but Pat, hang on a second. Hang on a second, though. We wouldn't have little Johnny jokes. If there's no parent-teacher cop, like, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Dirty Johnny jokes? Like, the the little kid jokes? Isn't Uh, that the point here? Yeah, but those are funny. Because, yeah, but but they they, they put in a little Johnny joke here. But if you kill little Johnny, then there's no little... Dude, there's a little Johnny joke here. That's the whole point. <laughs> no one will hog your Legos. Kids always take the little hinge pieces and that you need, which is uber annoying. Five, less risk of sorrow. The fewer people you have, the, the fewer people you really love and care for, the less risk of sorrow. What a deal. Six. Having to keep glass on a high shelf. Super irritating. Sorry, kid. You're just not worth it. Seven, getting behind on your Netflix shows. With the kids out of the picture, binge watching uh, uh, gratuitous violence has never been easier. Eight, people making a fuss when you die. Who doesn't want to be alone in silence on their deathbed? Well, thanks, Stacy. The state of Georgia has been so lucky to have you as their rightful governor these past four years. Um, wait a minute. She's not the governor, Pat. Uh, uh, <laughs> duh. Pretty sure that's Brian Kemp. Uh, duh. Which, by the way, um, but remember, I think is really never, interesting. She never conceded the election, though. Do, do, do you know who the Democrats are now trying to float to uh, run for president on the Republican side in 2024? Please tell me it's not Stacey Abrams. No, no, the Democrats are saying these people, like, and by Democrats, I mean the mainstream media. Yeah. One and the same. Um, uh-huh. Brian Kemp, they're saying he needs to be the one that runs because he's defeating Stacey Abrams twice, right? He's defeating these, and he is no Donald Trump. Therefore, he needs to run in 2020. No, he, d- he does I, not I have the name see. recognition. Um, yeah. More importantly... He's just Ron DeSantis light, but also with the stench of like kind of the neocon vibe. Like, like that's who he kind of really seems to be, but he knows that he needs to appeal towards some of the MAGA crowd, right? Like he's the chameleon that we don't need (laughs) in the Republican party. I mean, I could see him being potentially maybe a VP pick, maybe, uh, and that's that's a big maybe, maybe maybe a cabinet or something like that. I, I could see some things happening there, but not president. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, now, tomorrow I've got a truth or fiction that will involve the Babylon Bee. Uh, just, just a heads up there, Pat. Um, okay. But I, I also have a, a question for you. Yeah. Um, speaking of batshit crazy weekend, what yeah. if I told you the director of the CDC, Rochelle Wolinsky? Remember her? Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe it's a her. I shouldn't assume gender. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm going to assume gender because I've got eyes and biology. Um, right. That's going to come in very handy later, by the way, in the show. Yeah. Um, but what if I told you that um, she was 100% up to date on her vaccinations? Would you believe me? Oh, so not to go down the conspiracy theory route, but those that that say that you know these people that have been pushing the jab for however long are up to date on their on their on their jabs, are they really? Have they really taken a jab at all? Yeah, she I definitely mean, has. You, she has the receipts, and she okay. was one of the Just first ones to get the new updated mutant version of the booster okay. shot. Right, the the one that combines yeah. the original with the uh, Omicron version. Or Omicron version, excuse me. Uh, uh-huh. What if I told you that this weekend uh, it was announced that she just got COVID? But wait, isn't 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 the jab supposed to stop uh, transmission? Uh, Pfizer told us like three weeks ago at the European Union that no, Pat, no, it was never tested for that. It, that's not what it was meant to do. So- so, uh, also, Pat, we were told yeah. that if you get the mutant uh, jab, right, um, that it would that it would protect you against this. So, if it's not protecting her against it, it and also she I, got it a month ago in terms of the the mutant uh, jab. So, so she got it a month ago, <clears throat> and then less than a month later, gets COVID. And then, and then gets COVID. Uh, if, also, if it's not also, that, also the science uh, tells us, Pat, um, that uh, your greatest protection comes in that first month after getting the chip. So, if if none of those things are true, what the hell are we doing? She, yeah. So, so my my question is. If none of those things are happening for her and she's still getting COVID. Also, by the way, uh, make sure yeah. that uh, your kids are up to date because it's a recommended vaccine now for uh, for children entering school. Yeah. So which means so it's just going to be working, required by all the liberal public education systems in this country. So if it's not working and, you know, this is a mutated version of the jab, you know, to protect against all those mutated variants and stuff, right? Like Omicron. And it's not working against COVID. I, I just have one question. Yeah. What, which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle is she turning into? The Shredder. <laughs> that, actually, that actually is kind of uh, apropos. Is it not? Yep. Fully vaccinated, right? Oopsies. Fully vaccinated doesn't mean fully vaccinated at all anymore. No, no. Because fully vaccinated means you 
can't get the damn virus. Oh, also, Pat, also, um, we, we, we had an update from the New York Public Health Department this week, the New York City Health Department this week. What, what, what happened there? Um, remember that good old monkeypox virus? Oh, you mean the one that's uh, being predominantly spread around by gay men? Yeah, because it turns out that having uh, <clears throat> intimate touching, shall we say, um, with multiple partners turns out to be a bad thing and can lead to virus, right? Um, mm -hmm. we, we, can't, we can't refer to it as monkeypox anymore, Pat. Take, take a what slight gander as to why. Because it's homophobic? Is well, that the reason they're going to stigmatizing. And it's stigmatizing because people just associate it with, with, with uh, gay men having gay men sex. Well, I mean, of course not. It's not just gay men getting it. It's just being predominantly spread by gay men. <laughs> Wait a minute. So if it's spread by gay men, that means that other gay men get the virus um, right so if it walks like a duck quacks like a duck looks like a duck uh, right it's a duck usually right that that, that you know well it's yeah. 2022 so i mean it could be a cow for all we know oh good point good point because two plus yeah. two is five um, right but guess what it's now called According to the New York City Health Department, they are now referring to it as what is your guess? Uh, jab me in the ass virus. I don't know. <laughs> it's just simply referred to as MPV. Which literally stands for monkeypox virus. <laughs> you are correct, Pat. You are correct. Because, you know, we have to get rid of the stigma that only gay men can. Nobody believes that, by the way. It just so happens right. to be that there's a segment of our population that has decided to spread it amongst themselves in a very rapid rate. Now, it is on the decline, and, and they want to make sure that you are up to date on your shots, but... Um, um, it turns out that the, those shots are not necessarily working either. Oh, they, they they don't have as big of a success rate as people would hope. So it still turns out, Pat, that your best bet is to not go to a gay bathhouse and engage in multiple partner um, intimate behavior, shall we say? I, I, I still say uh, 15 days to flatten the curve. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Not going to happen. Not going to do it. But we okay. do have another story from the LGBT community, Pat. Oh, boy. Because I, I, I can't play what happened on air in the UK. Nor should show. you, by the way. Um, remember how we've been told that... The 
the drag queen performances and all this other stuff, right? How how are they getting around the well, this is just education, right? Is that drag queen performances are not about sex. And it's not sexual. It's art and it's entertaining and entertainment. It's not meant to be a sexual thing except for it actually is in real life a sexual thing. It is meant to titillate, if you will, to use an old school term, certain parts of the population. Um, what if I told you, Pat, that on Channel 4, one of the biggest British broadcasting uh, um, companies out there, uh-huh. what if I told you that this weekend uh, they had a trans dude drag queen perform on their program? What if I told you that? So it was a drag queen, so that means a trans man. Okay. Or just a gay person who decides to dress up like a woman. It was a woman. Okay, just making sure that I understand, like, the... the. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. Because not all trans people are uh, drag queens, and not all drag queens are trans. Correct. This person just so happens to be trans, though. Um, okay. What if I told you that they had this person on to perform a musical number, shall we say? Uh-huh. And then what if I told you that this was uh, playing in primetime in Great Britain? Bad enough? I think I believe it, but yeah, I, be- I believe that, yeah. But bad uh-huh. enough, right? Exposing right. children to the sexualization of the drag community, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of exposing themselves, this person decided in the middle of their performance to... Um, Strip completely naked and play the piano with uh, the male part of themselves. So he's playing the piano and he's also using his junk with to himself. Play the piano. Yeah. yeah, he was playing mm-hmm. with himself on the piano. On national well, TV. Well, I think there's only really one thing to say here, and that is uh, hell is empty for all the demons are here. How you don't cut away from this, how you allow this on your air. Oh, it's just art. No, no, it's not. If that is it's the case, great, then we should have strip shows every single night on on ABC, NBC, and CBS. Why not? Live from live from uh Tootsies, live from the uh Velvet Room, right? Why not? Mm-hmm. Why? Not, oh, because their <clears throat> performance is one hundred percent sexual, but it's perfectly acceptable, normal, and you have to look at it. Otherwise, you're a bigot. If it's somebody who's trans and drag, yeah, like you said, hell is empty. For all the demons are here. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And turns out Rochelle Walensky is turning into Shredder from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. As always, Matthew 547.